Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life and I've got a different type of episode for you today. So I've actually got someone with me, I've got Tom Fish with me and he's from a uh, insurance company called, is it Streatham Park Financial Tom? Yes, yes, Streatham Park Financial is who I work for. Excellent and Um, the reason I've got Tom on is um, as most of us are aware as grooms we do have um, insurance probably through the typical British Groom Association or the British um, Horse Society but I just wanted to get Tom on from a different perspective and he's going to really sort of go into details about um, what we covered for what we're not covered for and kind of um, explain the small print a little bit more and make it a little bit easier for us. Um, so, Tom, hello. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, how are you doing? Good, thank you so much. So, Tom, if you don't mind, could you just, I know I've just done a little intro there, but can you just sort of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your um, insurance company that you work for? So, so yeah, work for Stratham Park Financial. Um, I've been working for them for coming for five years now, so quite a while. We specialise in working with people in the equine industry. So see a lot of grooms like yourselves, um, do farriers, even sort of the event riders, show jumping. So we cover a wide range, but we get to know what people need in the equine industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some great policies that work for them because it's uh, often excluded with the normal insurers. Yes. Um, so typically then, what sort of claims do equestrians or Let's go grooms particularly. What sort of um, typical claims do they make? Yeah, so it's typical claims, broken bones are a big one. You've got dislocations, things like that. So um, one thing I've noticed, uh, there's actually quite a lot of non-horsey claims as well. So all these people that ride horses and work with them, they actually seem to fall downstairs as one when they're texting yeah. um, throughout running as well, like tripping over the dogs and then, do get a lot of injuries just on the ground as well. If the leading horse is out, they get pulled over and trip. Um, so, yeah, falling off is sort of predominantly what it is. But again, probably half is still these other non-riding incidents. Yeah, um, yeah broken bones, dislocations are big ones. So are they claimed even if they, so they can claim even if it's not at, at, an at-work injury? Yes, so uh, you're fully covered, basically. Uh, if you go away on holiday, you're still covered. It is an accident plan, basically, to cover you if something happens. Um, I mean, the most likely place is at work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're still covered pretty much all the time. The only time they get a bit funny is if you're drunk. So okay. alcohol-related alcohol injuries aren't covered. <laughs> okay, well, we'll bear that in mind, for sure. And that's completely understandable as well. So. Um, when how so if someone's making a claim how how easy is it how long does it take um and when do the payments start coming through yeah so claiming is really easy there's no excesses it's not like car insurance um 
basically the insurer needs to know what happened, when it was, and just confirmed by a medical professional, say something like a discharge form. So once the insurer has all the information, um, I mean, to be honest, quite often the money's paid within five days. So it's, it's really quick because the insurers, uh, they don't want a bad reputation. They know that uh, people need the money to, 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 live, to live off, basically. Yeah. Um, so they're very good at processing claims as long as they've got the information mm-hmm. to make the claim. Yeah. Um, so obviously they don't want false claims, things like that. But yeah, they, they pay it uh, quickly. Okay. And um, are there any typical exclusions that have happened so is there like a loophole or somewhere where someone's made a claim and they thought that they're covered and they find out actually they're not I mean you mentioned before obviously if you're drunk and things like that but has there been any claims where um it's not gone through for any particular reason sometimes um I mean I have to be careful what I say but um we often recommend income protection policies which basically if you're unable to work sign off work by a doctor they will pay you every week you're off. Now, I can't suddenly go, someone has 100,000 a year, now they want to make a claim. Um, basically, the insurer covers 65% of their income. You have to prove your income. And this is where sometimes I see issues with other um, providers, sometimes with the accident side of the, the BHS policy. You can only claim 65% of your income to so proving what your income is. Mm-hmm. can be hard for uh, self-employed people. Yeah. And also, it has been pointed out that you can only claim 65% of your income. Yeah. So sometimes you do get problems where people can't prove what their income is or it's changed and they haven't notified the insurer. Because I don't want to put a policy in place that you can't claim, yeah. the, the, make the claim on. So yeah. I'm very thorough. I make sure I see a tax return if they're self-employed. I yeah. check that they can claim what we're putting in place okay. uh, or even pay slips if they are employed. so we make sure it's right and that's what i do i'm giving advice i'm not just saying i've got this policy do you want it i'm going through thorough detailed information to make sure it's the right policy for the person yeah and they can claim on it and you make it and you make it personal to every person so like you say it's not just like this is this is um uh group one group two group three and you have three choices and you can choose which one you want you're advising that for your this particular person you advise this policy because for their circumstances it will cover for x y and z is that right yes yeah that's right so yeah i I go through all the sort of financial information about what they earn what they do and again it does vary it does depend on whether they are just a groom or whether they ride themselves whether they show jump and then again, if they even become a professional, so I've, I've got a complete range of people and it's about matching the right policy for the person, making sure the amounts that we're covering are right. So there's a quite a lot of flexibility. So I can literally tailor a plan per pound they get a week yeah. and I'll match that to what their income is. Yeah. So at least they've got that reassurance that if they have an injury, um, so for example, um, if someone had fallen off, and hurt their back but um it hadn't necessarily um like broken bones or or anything like that would they still be covered even though like it may affect their work because they may get some back pain or anything like that will they be covered for that type of injury because i know back is quite a difficult one to sort of assess isn't it yeah obviously backs are quite delicate um 
Yes, on an income protection plan, if we did it right, um, if they were unable to do their job, then they would get paid. And even if they if they were able to go back to work and do a bit of work, the insurer is quite good. So they'd always top it up to make sure you get at least 65% of the income you were on before. Um, I mean, they never pay 100% because uh, I think people can go back to work. Yeah. But um, they think, right, if you're off work, and you legitimately are, you're not going to be going out and doing as much as you were before. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 65% should be enough to pay your bills, keep your mortgage paid or your rent paid and your yeah. other bills and roof over your head, basically. Absolutely. So they, they do top it up if you're getting a lower income. And if you fit, really can't work at all, you get that full 65%. And how long is that for? Is that just for a year? How long is that? do you pay that for? So with our sort of main provider, the one that uh, has no problem with horses, so they don't exclude horse riding at all, they pay until your retirement age. So typically 65, uh, some, in, some uh, employment. So if you're a riding instructor, I know they will cover it to age 70. So, uh, yeah, typically 65. So it's yeah. not a short payment period. If you are yeah, horrendously injured, par- paralysed, something like that, they will pay you every week you're off until you retire. So um, you just mentioned there about, say, that they have been off work, but then they may try and get back to work, but only can do like a small amount, but you said you would top up that work, that payment. How long would you do that for? So say if they could go and you go back, say, one day a week, for example, would you still top up that? Um, yeah. Um, until they retire so they're, they're or not? Yeah, they look at what the, the new income amount is and um, they make sure you get up to 65% of what you were had on before you had the incident. So uh, they're very good and that would continue on the same basis. Um, and again, say it got worse, again, they, they, and then you couldn't work at all, then mm-hmm. top it up full 65%. Um, they're, they're flexible, they're good at um, making sure it's right for the person. Excellent. They want to make a difference. So that's really reassuring, isn't it? Because I think... Um... I mean, talking from my experience, and I'm sure there's lots of people that are with me, like I will be honest and say that I don't read the small print. I just think, right, I've got my insurance policy. Yep, I'm covered. And that's it. And don't think about it until obviously, I guess, when you need it, then you're like, oh, actually, I'm not covered or I don't have that um, security that if I don't, um, if I'm unable to work, I, you know, I'm not going to get paid because I'm self-employed. So just to have that reassurance that you are going to be covered is it's amazing, really, isn't it? And I think everyone needs to um, needs to know about that. So if someone yeah. has a pre-existing injury, so say someone like broke their leg or have a, a back injury or um, or something like that, will it affect their policy payments for as a pre-existing condition? So, again, it will depend on exactly what's happened. Um, I mean, typically on an income plan, then they are more likely to put in exclusions. Mm-hmm. Depends how long it was and how severe it was. If there's plates, if you've got metal plates or screws still in, yeah. typically that is excluded. Um, mm-hmm. But on a, on a personal accident plan, which, again, very popular, they, they, don't, uh, they don't ask any medical questions and they do say, pre-existing issues are covered um as long as the bone is fully healed but i mean yeah we've had people break the same bone twice in a year and it still pays out because the bone has healed and they've been back to work properly sure. um uh, and again 
on the accident plans, if you go into hospital, they cover, they don't cover the first 24 hours, but after that, you are covered. And after a year of having the policy, you're actually covered for illnesses as well, going into hospital. And again, there's no exclusions on that. They don't ask any medical questions. Okay. And obviously in this current climate with the pandemic, um, what sort of their policy on the dreaded coronavirus? I mean, obviously now we're sort of getting the vaccination. Um, so we should have a bit more stability. But if someone says is hospitalised for that, are they covered for that? Um, it's quite a hard I'm one because it's a new, it's yeah, a it's a new virus, one. isn't it? I think sort of short term, they if you're off for your two weeks, if I start a policy now, no, they're not going to cover it. If it's longer term, if you get that to long COVID, then uh, I understand that uh, they can cover you. I need to, yeah, uh, <laughs> the small print, I'm not sure on that at the moment. It's changing no. quite quickly. I yeah. mean, I had an update on um, things. So I think after about eight weeks or so, they may look at a claim. Sure. There's not a definitive answer. Um, okay. I need to be careful what I say. Yeah, yeah, of um, course, I understand. On, on the personal accident plan, um, if you have, once you've had the policy for a year, then, yeah, there's no medical question. So that side of it, after the first 24 hours in hospital, yes, you would be covered on that. Yeah. On an income plan, yeah. I, I, it's a bit, uh, yeah, yeah, I need to find out a bit more of that. Bit, bit they, I know they did change the... They did change the stance on it earlier this week as well. So, uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. so it, changes it does change time. daily. Yeah, um, no, that, I totally understand that. Um, and um, if, uh, what was the other questions I asked you? There were so many I sent to you. Oh, yeah, so what exactly are you not covered for? So are there anything in the policies that you're definitely not covered for? Um, as I mentioned earlier, yeah, if you're drunk, then they don't like that. They, I mean, it's not have you had any alcohol, it's if you're drunk. And again, it's a bit of a different uh, scenario for different people. But they sort of typically say four pints. Yeah. After that, it's counted as drunk. Yeah. If the doctors say, no, this happened because the person was drunk, then yeah. no, they don't correct. Illegal acts. So if you're taking anything illegal, yeah. um, they don't like it. War, terrorism. Yeah, things like that are excluded, but no, um, you you're covered for hairline fractures. Um, again, depending on the policy, but the ones I recommend, yeah. hairline fractures are covered, which they are hard to get covered. Yeah, uh, fingers and toes they're covered as well, which again mm-hmm. are hard to do. Yeah, um, but yeah, multiple breaks. Again, on the personal accident plans, yeah, you're covered for multiple breaks. Mm-hmm. So I mean, say someone came off and broke. Um, so what have we got here? So uh, they broke their arm and wrist. You'd yeah. be getting about three and a half thousand pounds. And that would still pay out the same on a hairline fracture, which, again, if you're off work for something like that, yeah, it's not great. It can't fix you, but you do have a substantial amount coming in. Yeah. And it's there to live off. It's not to profit out of. It's there to make sure you can pay your bills. Yeah. And again, broken bones are the key ones. They're, they happen all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah dislocations it's not oh i've done my shoulder been to the physio sorted it out i want to make a claim you, you do get paid quite a lot more for dislocations but they need to be a full tear yeah. and typically need a surgical procedure so it's 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 mitigating that area where false claims come in say oh i need a bit of money oh i've dislocated my shoulder yeah it's about hang on has something really actually happened here yeah um and it's protecting 
protecting the insurer really there. But yeah, the, the broken bones do pay out for the hairline fractures. Brilliant. So to be to summarise, really, if I'm re- like listening to you correctly, there's pretty much it covers you for pretty much everything um, within reason, obviously, and on an individual basis. But uh, you know, if you have an accident, if you break something, um, if you if you have an injury um, of any sort, in or out of work, then generally you're covered for the policy. Yes, that's right. Yeah, there's no um, just a work only policy. It, it's basically if something happens to you, um, they make sure that uh, you get paid if you can't go to work. Um, the income policies they do cover illnesses as well, so it's not just has an accident happened. And it is a great example. I had a, had a friend um, I've been talking to about it. Um, does a lot of show jumping. He's like, oh, I never fall off. I'm fine. And do you know, what? in the end, he's like, actually, do you know, what, Tom. It's probably sensible I do take out uh, that insurance. Um, got a mortgage now. Need to make sure that the bills get paid. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's like, I don't really hurt myself with the horses. Do you know what? Appendicitis came along and actually took them six weeks to recover. Because I think, they, yeah, they cut through the muscle. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he actually suddenly thought, do you know what? I never even thought about getting ill. Yeah. So that's the other side of it. Illnesses. If you don't, uh, if you aren't able to work after an illness, then uh, it still covers you. Yeah. And is um is it all one policy like the income and the like personal accident or is it like two separate policies? They're two separate policies, and again, I, do you know I actually have probably nearly fifty different insurers I can go to, but the equine side of it, there's two key ones that I use. The income one, I can add a fracture benefit on. Yeah. Um, they they pay an extra thousand uh, one thousand five hundred pounds on top of whatever weekly amount we work out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a full fracture with that one. I then have this other policy that does your fingers, toes as well, and the hairline fractures. Yeah. Um, and they don't ask the medical questions on this one. Um, sorry, I forgot your question now. Where's <laughs> I going with that? So is um so the personal accident and the income support they're two separate policies. Not yeah, they're two policies. separate. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they're two separate ones, and you can have both running alongside each other, and a lot of people do. So again, it's working out what budget do you have to spend on insurance? What what's important to be covered by you? Can you prove your income? Mm-hmm. And do you know a lot of people? I do two, even three plans for them. Yeah. So um, they might have a bit of income cover, and then if they're self-employed, they do put a lot of expenses through their business, so their income is actually lower than what you'd expect. Yeah. So it is worth having uh, a personal accident plan to go alongside it. Yeah. They don't affect each other. Yeah. And it does. Yeah these things do come along and they yeah the more cover you pay for the more it pays out as you can imagine yes yeah excellent it's about work it's about working out what's right for the person because everyone's got different budgets yeah um but typically people spend 20 to 30 pounds a month yeah Um, you then get people that do spend sort of 50 or more so yeah it's about working out what's right for you and what's important to you yeah because um i think um if if we go like what I pay for the British Groom Association, I think I pay for their silver policy, which works at about twelve pounds a month. Um, but I'm sure it doesn't cover as much as what you've explained you cover in your policies. Um, I'm sure you've had a, a, a quick look at um, and in comparison, and there's probably is a bit of a, a gap between 
what they cover and then what you cover? Yeah, um, again, it's, it's down to age and how much we're covering. I mean, I have done, there's a, a guy recently I've done some cover for. He's mid uh, early to mid-20s. He works for a racing yard. And actually, yeah, it worked out quite cheaply. I think it was um, with the income cover and the fracture bit bolted onto that. I think he's paying just under or around about £15 a month. So it doesn't necessarily cost any more. Yeah. It does increase uh, the, the price, doesn't cost more with age, yeah. But I can lock in a price, so when we started, that plan won't increase anymore, okay. Um, but I'd say typically people spend 20 to 30 pounds a month yeah. when we've gone through what it covers you for, yeah. They think, do you know what, it is worth spending a bit more money yeah. to get the extra cover, definitely, because um, you just never yeah. know. And if you think 30 pounds. pounds, sorry, you just <laughs> never pounds. know what's around the corner, do you? Like, we could all think we're indispensable but in fact you never know what happens do you no and yeah that example where the friend had uh, uh appendicitis i mean he just he didn't said i hadn't even thought about getting ill no so uh yeah yeah and especially all this coronavirus that's sort of highlighted it as well yeah absolutely a hundred percent which is exactly why i wanted to get you on because um like i've mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you know we do have these insurances and we just assume i I think we just um just assume we are covered and i just don't want people to be stuck in a situation where they've had an accident and they you know there's either a loophole or um it's not the policy that's you know specifically for them and help them and then they don't get payments so um it's just to sort of highlight it and just make sure um everyone is getting the right cover for them and for their work etc yeah and i mean that's the important bit about what i do i'm sat there giving advice i'm going through all the details with them looking at right what are the pitfalls here and i make sure that you know what it is Mm -hmm. that's where it's different if you're going on the internet and you're buying a policy it's you that are choosing it and it's all you're accountable for it yeah. If I'm sat there with you building a plan and going through it, I'm accountable for the advice I give. Yeah. So if I get it wrong, my neck's on the line, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it means you can sit there, you can ask me the questions. You're not just clicking on the internet and buying something and thinking, yeah, that should do it. Yeah. It's we're doing it properly. Yeah. And uh, I'll tailor the plan. If you go, look, Tom, I really can only spend £10 a month. Yeah. We can do a plan for £10 a month. Yeah. Um, it's, it's about suiting it to your budgets and yeah. about what's right for the cover you need it for excellent well i think we've covered quite a lot in this bit <laughs> is there anything <laughs> that you think we haven't covered that you wanted to quickly mention um just i think we've been through it all really i mean yeah as, as you said earlier um are you covered out of work i mean yes you, you're covered for one holiday even if you go away skiing um the cover's there and it's it's about protecting you mm-hmm. um and making sure that you have some sort of income coming in if you can't work basically yeah, yeah. way skiing that sort of thing um you are covered as well excellent brilliant so at the end of each episode i do a little quick fire questions but i've had to adjust them slightly for you because now we're aimed at women and not men so i've had to change it slightly <laughs> so they so are you a night in or a night out night out person uh, what sorry a night in or a night out when oh, we can go uh, out. no yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i quite like going out for a uh, beer and things so yeah, yeah. say out 
Or are you tea or coffee? You need a tea to start the morning off. Uh, so not, I've literally just had this conversation with someone about two or three teas and then a nice strong coffee. <laughs> and then tea again in the afternoon. <laughs> um, my next one was wellies or heels. So I'm going to go wellies or smart shoes. Um, depends what you're doing. But yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go for, I've got some nice uh, boots that I wear, some nice lace up boots. Okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, are you sweet or savoury? I'd probably go savoury. I mean, I do do like some sticky toffee pudding, but um, I'd probably go savoury over sweet, to be honest. Um, would you prefer a book or a film? Film. And do you remember the last film you watched? Uh... Everyone gets oh, stuck. You know, I've been watching. I've been watching. Um, it's it's more of a docu docu film type thing. I've been watching that Michael Jordan one, uh, The Last Dance. Uh, oh yeah. Don't like basketball. Don't like basketball at all. But you know, it's really quite interesting. And that's probably the most recent thing I've been watching, um, working my way through. So yeah, Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. Excellent. I might have to check. Is that on Netflix or is that on Amazon? Uh, yes, Netflix. Yes. So uh, no, it's just quite good if you're into sports and things. It's just quite a good insight into all the sort of psychology behind it and uh, what goes on. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I don't like basketball, but it's definitely <laughs> worth a watch. Excellent. OK, thank you so much, Tom. So, Tom, where can people find you on like social media? Do you have a website? How people how can people get in touch with you? So, yeah, Stratham Park um, have a website, uh, www.stratthampark.co.uk. The easiest place, to be honest, is probably on my Facebook page, so if you go in the search box on Facebook and type Tom Fish Strathon Park, so that's S-T-R-A-T-H-O-N for Norman, and then Park, um, it should come up. I mean, there is a main Strathon Park page, but all the advisors there have their own Facebook page as well. So mm-hmm. just, yeah, message me. Yeah. Telephone number's on there. Email me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's important you ask questions. It doesn't cost any more to come to me and ask for help on yeah. what do I need. Yeah, it's the same price you get if you go straight to the insurer. It's just yeah. I'm building a plan and talking you through it. Yeah, but yeah, Facebook's the best place to get me on. Um, okay. I mean, quite welcome to post my contact details on on your social media as well, or cool. how yeah. you how to. Definitely, absolutely. Because um, I like to um, share it on like Instagram and stuff. So if I can take your details or um, ask them to message me, then I can um, pop your um, details and give it to the person if they want to get. Um, a quote or some just advice on their insurance and um, if they need any extra cover. Um, yeah, and I do. Yeah, I was going to say I do um, have people ask me questions about it, and and I, yeah, they don't have to sell them insurance. It's like, do you know, Tom, I've got this option. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I will sort of help out there. So uh, if you just got a query, what's the best thing to do? Yeah, I can let you know. And just compare maybe what they what their current policies are and. Um, and obviously on an individual basis, but if they've got this current policy and they feel like they might need something else, then like you say, you'll be able to advise or maybe um, find another policy that might be more suitable for them. Yeah, and I do see, when I see people, I, I go through what their current insurance is. And do you know what? It does come up sometimes. I'm like, no, what you have got is the best thing for you. Stick yeah. with that. There's no point in me changing anything. Yeah. So it's about what is the right thing for the client? I'm here to help and I'm not here just to sell you something. It's here actually to make it better for you. Yeah. If I can. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, thank you so much, Tom, for your time. It's been really interesting. And I think loads of people are really going to think about what insurance they have and what cover they have. Um, and I would probably recommend you guys to check with Tom what policy you currently have and um, if it's suitable for you or if you may need to either upgrade it or change it, then maybe speak to Tom. But yeah, thank you so much, Tom, for your time. I really appreciate it. And no problem. And thank you for your time as well and uh, doing the podcast. Yeah, it's great. No worries at all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please would you subscribe and leave me a review. I really, really appreciate it. If you want to find me on my social media, I am on Instagram under Cobbs Equine Shop underscore services. And on Facebook, I am Cobbs Equine Shop and services. Thank you so much and I'll speak to you next time. making it if you um, like to follow me on socials my um, Instagram is Cobbs Equine Services and the same on Facebook Cobbs Equine Services um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people and I will speak to you all on the next episode <laughs>